Please listen carefully. Hey folks, welcome to Cross Econa Radio. I'm your host, Chris Plentis. This week, we're going to talk about the holidays and how to survive over the holidays in terms of health and wellness, uh, fitness and nutrition specifically. A lot of you guys are going to office parties, uh, get-togethers with family and friends, and people's schedules are all over the place in terms of work and personal life. And a lot of people get thrown off and out of their routine. So what are some things that we can keep in mind and kind of think about as we go through the holidays to stay relatively on point with fitness and nutrition? So I think the first thing to keep in mind is just to have realistic expectations. You know, a lot of people during the winter months, especially during the holidays, are not going to be uh, the, the most in shape that they are throughout the year. Um, for many different reasons, including uh, different schedules and the holiday parties and whatnot. So I think the the first thing is to just have realistic expectations in terms of what you can do related to fitness and what you can do related to nutrition. And that takes into account um, your family situation, uh, if you're single, if if you have a partner, if you have kids, that can all come into play. Obviously, your work situation uh, will be a factor. And then also, how many times you work out currently uh, or, or before the holidays. So, I'm going to talk about training and then I'm going to talk about nutrition and um, some tips and tricks and things to keep in mind. Uh, but, but overall, the, the big message is just to have realistic expectations for yourself um, and to not feel guilty. Uh, if you slip up or um, if you decide to have dessert or whatever the case may be or if you miss a workout uh, simply because we know that this is a a um, tumultuous time. So in terms of training, uh, the thing to do is to try to stay on a routine. So commit to training consistently. This doesn't mean every day. Uh, you know, if you are usually coming to the box three times a week, then try to stick with three times a week. Um, Be accountable to somebody. So that might be your coach. That might be a workout buddy. But, you know, go ahead and text your friend who you usually work out with the night before and say, all right, we're going to get up and we're going to go to the 5.30 a.m. class no matter what. Be accountable to somebody because the more you can be accountable, uh, the more likely you'll actually show up and get the workout in. And as we all know, the hardest part about working out is showing up. So once a workout is done, you feel good, endorphins are going, you get something accomplished, but you have to show up. The other thing about working out is that, uh, again, keeping realistic expectations, is that just show up and do the work. Don't worry about trying to PR, don't worry about trying to you know, be the best CrossFitter you've ever been. If you're concerned about getting off schedule or about just getting through the holidays, just show up. You might want to treat it as a deload week uh, or or kind of an extended uh, rest period where 
maybe for that week when you come in, whether it's one, two, three, four times that week, whatever the case may be, you're doing 50% of the weight, you're doing it at uh, a lower intensity. You know, I'm a big fan of taking a, a few days every month or so, or even a week about every quarter to just focus on technique, stay really light, move, come in and work out and move, but um, to not go as hard as you normally would. So that might be sacrilege to uh, other coaches out there, but we're big fans of taking, you know, quote unquote, taking it easy uh, about once a quarter because we know that your body needs to reset. If you're someone who knows that uh, you want to, you need to come into the gym every day or a lot just to keep your mind sane, that's totally fine. But um, very few people can go at 100% intensity all the time. You need those deload weeks, those rest days or weeks. So maybe the holidays is a deload week and you're going to focus on technique. If you are traveling, feel free to drop into a CrossFit box. For a lot of people, their only experience with a CrossFit box is their home gym, but we really encourage and like when our members go out and visit other places. We feel like uh, it helps them get to see the greater community. We feel like it uh, hopefully gets them to appreciate what they have back at home. And you know, it makes us step up our game because if we know our members are going out and visiting other places, we want them to come back and feel like they're getting the best experience possible at Kana. So go out and drop into a box. You know, if you're traveling and visiting family, get on CrossFit.com, get on Google Maps, look up a CrossFit box uh, closest to you. Make sure that you email them ahead of time. Uh, check their website and see what their policies are. Most boxes are fine with drop-ins, but they usually have a process. We definitely have a process uh, and have a, an online sign-up ahead of time to make everything easy on, on both parties. Um, and it's also nice to know when people are coming in. So definitely drop into a box, but give them a heads up ahead of time to do that. If you are watching TV, so, you know, the holidays with the shorter days, um, it gets darker earlier, at least here in the Northeast. Um, and you're also, you know, possibly visiting family. You might be watching Hallmark holiday movies. That's totally fine. Um, use that time to, uh, to be active, to do something. So that might mean during commercials, doing uh, push-ups, sit-ups, burpees. Um, that might mean doing mobility. Watching TV is a great way to relax, but it's also a great time to work on your mobility. So there is a move called the couch stretch, and it's called the couch stretch for a reason. You get your knee in the uh, corner of a couch in the back of the in the back of the seat, and uh, you sit upright, and that stretches out your hip flexor, and you hold that stretch, and you can watch TV while doing that. As a uh, as an easy kind of rule, uh, while you're watching TV, if you don't use a couch or chair uh, to sit in, at least you know use a couch or chair for mobility. But if you don't use it and it makes you sit on the floor, you it will make you do uh, stretches or uh, possibly things like push-ups, sit-ups, burpees. Um, so yeah, if you do find yourself, if it's hard to get to the gym or 
uh, if you feel like you are just in a funk or out of it, usually moving is a great way to get out of that funk. And so getting active and doing something, even if you're watching TV, is a great way to do it. All right. Uh, moving on to nutrition, because this is a big one. This is where people tend to, uh, what people tend to think about, especially with the holidays and going to office parties and holiday parties and being with friends and family. Again, uh, we, we want to set realistic expectations for ourselves. A lot of times folks will feel guilty about eating or drinking too much. Uh, and we understand why you feel that way, but... Uh, we also feel like it, the feeling guilty is even worse than just enjoying yourself, right? Uh, same thing with with trying to get to the gym. So, you know, if you would rather spend more time with your family than come to the gym, that's uh, that's totally understandable. Um, but enjoy your time with the family. Um, don't feel guilty about coming to the gym, and vice versa. If you come to class, and we spoke with Dr. Jamie Zuckerman. Uh, one of our first episodes, she's a uh, clinical psychologist. She said, if you come to class and you're feeling guilty, just sit with it. Feel guilty, but know that in the end, it's going to be better for you and it's going to be better for your family if you get to work out and um, get to you know, have your time. So it goes both ways. Now, when it comes to eating and drinking uh, at especially parties, do some planning, do some preparing. Think ahead of time of what could be there, of what you're gonna eat or drink at the party. Um, if you can eat something or drink something beforehand in terms of uh, good protein and and filling up on plenty of water, that will make you feel full or make you full and hopefully, or at least realistically, have you eat less once you're at the party. So. Um, if you go there starving, you're, it's going to be a lot easier for your for you to just gorge on everything because you're starving. So if you can eat something ahead of time, go ahead and do that. When you get to the party or wherever you're going, if you can find uh, a smaller plate to use to put food on, let's say you're at a, a buffet and uh, or like a, a cocktail party, get one of those small plates and use that for your food. This is going to make you obviously have less food on your plate to begin with, but then it's going to have you make a decision whether to go back or not. Um, psychologically, there have been some studies about the size of plates uh, and how over time American plates have gotten bigger, uh, and that's correlated with obesity. So it's not the be-all, end-all, but it's, it could be a little psychological trick to apply on yourself to use smaller plates. The other thing is making sure it's worth it. Uh, so a lot of times people will go to a party and kind of just mindlessly eat. They just pick stuff up and eat it. They, you know, uh, waiters or waitresses are walking around with um, trays of food and you're and you're just picking it off the tray and eating it. Or there's desserts out and you're just picking it because everyone is is getting the same thing. But we want you to enjoy yourself. So eating dessert is not bad if you enjoy it. And uh, there's a couple of people out there who have this hell yes mentality. So, and a lot of that is related to decision making and making uh, like business decisions. But I also see it applicable to eating. So 
if you're looking at something and in your mind you're saying, hell yes, I really want this. I, I, this is my favorite dessert. This is my favorite food. This is the best thing ever, right? Go for it. Why not, right? It, it's the time to be with each other, to celebrate, to have fun. But if you're kind of just mindlessly eating, you know, you might want to think about why you're doing that or at least stop and think about are you actually enjoying this? So another trick or another way to think about this is um, to relate food to working out. Now, we're not saying that just because you have two cookies and, um, you know, let's say that's 100 calories that you need to do um, – 10 minutes of running just to work off 100 calories. A lot of conventional wisdom says that. A lot of uh, fitness and health magazines say, well, if you eat this, then all you have to do is, you know, 50 burpees or whatever the case may be. We're not saying that you should actually do the workout or the, the, you know, make up or repent for whatever you eat, but you might want to think about a cookie or a piece of cake or ice cream or whatever or whatever you're having to let's say 50 burpees so that it makes you stop and think is it worth it right so hell yes is one way to do it but uh, another way to do it is ask yourself is it worth eating this thing if i had to do 50 burpees right after right so again we're not saying you sh- you should do burpees, uh, although that would be entertaining at a party. Um, and we're not saying that we want to get away from this idea that you know you're burning calories in the gym just be- just in order to eat something outside of the gym. That's that's a s- silly mentality and has obviously not worked for people over the last twenty thirty years as they're on the treadmills and ellipticals, where they the machines are telling them you've burned three hundred calories. We don't believe in that. We don't like that. But to make it worth it, or at least to have you stop and think, would you do 50 burpees? Yes, I would definitely do 50 burpees for this piece of pie because this looks amazing and I know it's going to taste great and and my favorite is apple pie and whatever the case may be. Cool. Go ahead and have it. Enjoy it. Um, So that is one way, another way to look at it. You know, one way is a hell yes mentality. Another way is the 50 burpee um, question. Would you do it if you had to do 50 burpees? On a practical level, um, in terms of eating, if you didn't eat anything beforehand or when you first get to a party uh, or a place that you're going to have an option for food, Try to eat protein first because it's going to be more satiating. After you have that, then you can make decisions about more carb-heavy or sugar-based treats. Uh, So the protein first, and that can be applied to year-round. A lot of these tricks actually can be applied to year-round eating and decision-making. But that protein first will be helpful uh, so that it kind of signals to your brain that you're more full. All right, uh, let's talk about alcohol because this is a big one. So alcohol has seven calories per gram. 
Um, for reference, fat has nine calories per gram, and protein and carbs both have four calories per gram. So this is where, you know, in terms of fat, we don't believe fat is bad, but at the end of the day, fat has more than two times the calories per gram than protein and carbs. So that's uh, one of the reasons why this whole low fat trend in the past has, you know, had kind of uh, blown up and now science and and we always knew that that was a, a bunk way to go, low fat because all they did was replace fat with sugar and high fructose corn syrup and a bunch of crud. Uh so alcohol falls in between those two and it's it's um closer to fat in that it has 7 calories per gram. So doing the math um a glass of wine will have anywhere from 115 to 130 or so calories for a a glass of wine which is uh, i think that math is based off 4 ounces so if you're heavy pourer then maybe it's upwards of 200 calories a glass so the thing about alcohol is you want to limit it not just for the calories uh, or the calorie consideration, but also the decisions that come after drinking, right? So you go out with friends, you're at a restaurant, or even you know, you're know you at a friend's house, and you open a bottle of wine, and you're drinking, and at first you're like, okay, I'm going to stay on point, I'm going to you know, limit my, I'm not going to have any dessert, or I'm going to limit my dessert, and et cetera, et cetera. But a couple of drinks in, all of a sudden, now we're looking at dessert and we're looking at all the desserts and wanting wanting to try all of them. So the alcohol should be considered for the calories, yes, but it should also be considered for the fact that you're going to have um, less restriction. You're going to be less inhibited to eat junk food afterwards. So just think about that. Um, and again, go in with a plan of having, you know, one or two drinks or whatever the number is for you, obviously be safe with driving and all that. But, um, in terms of nutrition, go in with a plan and stick with it. And then also have a plan in terms of what you will or won't eat, um, with those hell yes, or the 50 burpee mint, uh, filters built in. Okay. So that is pretty much what I have. There's plenty more that we could probably talk about. So if you do have questions, uh, email us at info at crossacana.com, info at crossacana.com. We're happy to uh, reply back and answer any specific questions you have. We're going to make this a blog post as well. So be on the lookout for that if you're more of a reader and want to go over this and see it uh, in writing. But Again, at the end of the day, this is all about having realistic expectations. Very few people are going to stay 100% on point in terms of both their training and their nutrition. Um, Everyone tends to slip up or have off schedules. So the best thing to do is just to have realistic expectations. Make sure that when you're um, working out that you can stick with as much of a routine as possible and be accountable to somebody you might want to treat the holiday season as a technique focus or, or a deload week or month. Maybe not month, but a deload week here or there. Try to get 
some stuff that on at home if you can't get to the gym use the time in front of the tv or or with your family or kids to get down on the ground and mobilize do some push-ups and burpees because it will clear your mind and and get you to feel like you did at least something in terms of nutrition go in with a plan if you're going somewhere or out to eat go in with a plan in terms of what you will or won't eat generally uh, try to eat beforehand try to eat protein first whatever you do eat let's have a, a hell yes mentality and uh, and think about you know is it worth it is it is it worth doing 50 burpees uh, for this piece of cake if so go for it enjoy yourself in terms of alcohol um, just be careful in terms of both the calories but also the uh, the decisions you make afterwards all right so that's all we have for you this week if you have any questions let us know uh, be sure to follow us on facebook and instagram at crossfit kana k-a-n-n-a and have a great day hey folks thanks again for listening to cross kana radio if you like what you heard head over to itunes and give us a five-star rating and leave us a review which helps us get found on the interwebs also head over to social media find us on facebook and instagram at CrossFit Kana, K-A-N-N-A. And if you have any questions for the podcast, email us at info at CrossFitKana.com. Thanks and have a great day.